Whoa, 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 look who's back. It's First Off, You're Wrong, a podcast by two dudes smart enough to see problems, but too dumb to figure out how to fix them. I am Luke, with me is Jeremiah. Hi. Last week was Mission Trips. Mission Trips. I think it's Missions. I I thought it was too, but when I was writing it, I thought it would not look right if I put Missions, so I put Mission Trip. Also, tithing is doing better than Christmas. What does that tell you? The love of money is is greater than the love of Christmas. Santa. What? It it is (laughs) Santa. Hit him with a disclaimer. All right. As you guys know, this podcast is mainly opinion-based. But, of course, as Christians, our utmost authority is the Scripture. With that said, our goal with this podcast is to make you come away thinking about things you may not have thought of in the past or think about new things that you haven't thought of before. And with that said, Luke, what are people wrong about this week? People are wrong about yoga. <laughs> You're wrong about yoga. Do you do yoga? Do you like yoga? Uh, I don't do yoga, even though I am wearing, technically I am wearing yoga slippers right now. Are they, they have their own slippers? Yeah, they have yoga slippers. They're just great for like house slippers because you can slide them I on. I thought you, really when you quick. do yoga, you do it barefoot. I, I don't, I guess you could, but I mean... I don't know. If I'm at the gym and I'm t- doing a yoga class, I've never done one before, but I would not want to do that barefoot. I used that's, to do... That's how you get That's how you get a athlete's foot. Just do it in, do it in slides. I, I used to do yoga when I did P90X because they have a good yoga one. Um, and it always was pretty nice. It wasn't terrible. Um, so you're the one that brought up doing this. So where did you see this being a problem that we needed to bring up? Well, it's one of those things where it, it ties in. Yoga isn't just, I mean, obviously with most of our episodes, we start with one thing and then we kind of jump around. Right. And yoga is one of those things where it's like, yeah, everyone has opinions about yoga. And it was a, a topic, especially when I was in like a teenager and in, in youth group and stuff. People wow. were talking about like, you know, can you do yoga? Is it just stretching or is it something else? And now it, it, it ties in a lot with a lot of the other new age ideas that are starting to creep in to the church. And I see uh, mindfulness is another one. Or um, what, is, what would mindfulness be described as? So it's, it's basically a, a self-actualization sort of okay. thing. So you're... You're meditating not in the way that's, not in the way that's uh, you know defined in scripture, where you're you know you're working towards a goal. <laughs> the heater just kicked on, <laughs> it's just, it's, but it reminded me of my parents' house when the heater kicked on. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nice. Anyway, go ahead. But Sorry. The, you're you're not working towards uh, a spiritual goal in the sense of how can I walk cr- closer with Christ? You're working towards, I don't even know if I, metaphysical might be the better way to put it, where it's your own goal. So I'm doing this to make for self betterment. You okay. know, I need to be more in tune with my spiritual side. I need uh, to make the best me. That yeah. There is. Yeah. The best me you can be yeah. sort of thing. Um, but yeah, yoga ties into a lot of that. And so, It just seemed like a good jumping off point. And I think yoga, too, is one of those where it, for me, I see it as it, on the surface, it appears relatively innocuous, but the more research you do into it, the more you realize that there's a lot underneath this. And it is kind of hard to talk about without sounding like you're some fundamentalist, legalist, you know, 
Southern Baptist preacher. But for me, I'm just going to outright say it. And spoiler alert for the rest of the episode, I'm not going to do yoga anytime soon. Wow. A okay. lot of okay. a lot of the research. Mm-hmm. I grew up and I was like, why are you know, my parents said, you know, don't do yoga. Yoga is not good. And I never really got any explanation on that. And I frankly didn't care because I thought it was just whatever. And then I got older and I'm like, well, it's just stretching. Right. And then over the last few years, you look more and more into that sort of stuff. And it's not. And we can we can touch on that more. But that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it, especially with the the new age movement coming more and more in fruition in the modern evangelical church. You look at places like Bethel. They have a lot of new age stuff going on. New age. Hillsong. Um, our friends down the street at Church International have a lot of new age stuff going Church on. Church International. Yeah, it's the the cult down the road. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you told me about that. Yeah. Mm. Um, just Google Church International Alabama and you'll see what we're talking about. But um, anyways, don't dox yourself, sir. Okay, what they're gonna figure <laughs> out. Okay, well, fine. we are coordinates. What's the latitude and longitude of this yes. place? All right, so we got a definition of yoga. Yoga is a spiritual discipline based on an extremely subtle science which focuses on bringing harmony between the mind and the body. It is an art and... I'm guessing that means science of health, but it says skins of health. Are you looking at the uh, Ministry um, of External Affairs from the government of India? Of healthy, I think I am. Yes, I, 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 I have that listed as well. Okay, yeah, healthy living. The word yoga is derived from the Sanskrit root. Sanskrit. What did I say? Sanskrit? Yes. Sorry, I can't read. Sanskrit word, Y-U-J, meaning to join or to yoke or to unite. That's what it means, apparently. Yeah, I, I have that um, in my notes for this episode as well. And that comes from, like I said, it comes from the Ministry of External Affairs from the government of India. So they are the people who are defining I'm pretty what sure he's yoga like, is. And he's, well, he's the prime minister now, or when I was, maybe not now, I don't know. But he, one of the, either now or one of the previous ones recently was very, who's a, who's, practices hinduism is um very into yoga and like it was like international yoga day or something and he was coming to the united states and so they did like a whole thing at the un for him i guess i don't know i'm just talking at this point (laughs) i just i mean i I read so much because i never thought of this as like an issue until you said it and i was that's why i think it wasn't like guns where yeah (laughs) guns uh but like just I never thought of yoga as an issue, but, but I understand. Even, I understand even at that, the people who are defining what is yoga, what's mm-hmm. its origin, all that, it starts off with the first sentence saying yoga is essentially a spiritual discipline. Yeah, so the, and then the also people who they, argue and say yoga is just stretching are immediately countered by the Hindu government of India, which defines what yoga is. So it's not just stretching. It's not. There's no argument for that. And uh, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. But that's, no, no, you're, that's, no. that's first and foremost. Cut me off they are time. defining it as it's not stretching. It's not physical. It's spiritual. Yoga aims to unite the body, mind, soul, and universal consciousness, allowing its practitioners to experience freedom, peace, and self-realization. 
Hmm. I'm just I'm just reading stuff that I found and, here. Um, also, I have a Matt Walsh's take. I'm sure you saw that on Twitter from 2018. I no, I didn't. How do I find these things and you don't? Because like, I go I, I go deep into this, man. I'm like a yoga guy right now. Okay, I'm like a professor <laughs> of yoga. I'm gonna travel to India this summer. Um, anyway, he well he got really mad and said that pretty much people who are Christians. Um, they, they like you said they, they shouldn't practice yoga i mean that's just the easiest way to describe it i can't remember the exact words but it was a huge thing and people of course were like matt walsh is ridiculous and this that and the and other but his but his but again his whole thing was like you're a christian it's a religious thing because it the 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 root of of yoga is from like it's practiced in Hinduism, it's practiced in um, Buddhism. It, it's, I mean, Muslims practice it. I don't think it's, it's not a Muslim thing, but like, it, it's mo- well, mainly Hindus and Buddhists that do it. That that's like it's part of a spiritual thing. So I don't think you, we can ever deny that that is actually real. And then there's Tai Chi as well, which is another form. It's not yoga, but it is the same ideas as yoga, where you're. The whole point. You is said Tai to, Chi, right? Tai Chi. I think you said Tai Chi. I was no, like, no. Dude, what? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> tai good. Tea is the orange drink with that is delicious. Fantastic. Fantastic. Sorry, go Tai, no, tai, tai Chi is what the the old people do in the parks. You oh. know, and they're just oh, slowly, slowly moving. You know, and it looks like they're doing really slow, right. I like yeah. martial arts. But the whole point of that is again, it's emphasize, it's channeling your spiritual energy out into your physical form to enhance the connection between your mind your muscle and your spirit right so it it's not it's not just stretching i've said that like 20 times at this point but that's the big argument i but hear but can from a it lot be just stretching oh yeah you can stretch but, well no but i'm saying like with yoga right so like let's go to the the, the p90x thing mm-hmm. okay so when tony horton is sitting there going all right we're gonna go in to child's pose um i mean I guess that there's it's not a bunch of hum music, um, but I mean when I was doing it, I never was like, man, I'm really getting my spirituality down. I was like, first off, this hurts. Second off, I feel better when I'm done doing yeah. it, like physically, not spiritually. And spiritually, I mean, I, I again, I'm I'm devoid of that. And okay, that sounds well, horrible. No, don't clip that. Don't clip. Don't that. clip it. Okay. <laughs> I'm devoid of it. When I was doing it, now do I practice yoga? No. Now, no, I don't well, practice yoga. I, if I want to stretch, I'll stretch. But I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't. I don't really see. Ta- I, I think a lot of their their movements are actually very like child's pose is a great pose for your lower back, um, upward dog or is it, down, upward and downward upward dog. and downward dog, good. and then scorpion and stuff like that. Good for like abdominal stretching and things like that. So I I find good things in the poses per se, but I do understand the whole. There's a difference. There's a side of it where this is not okay. Yeah. And what I don't want to, I've done it like probably three or four weeks ago. It's in a row not now, just stretching. Where I talk so, about, like, where I talk, no, no, where I talk about uh, Todd Friel at Wretched Radio. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. You got to always say it's Wretched Radio because yes. I forget. Go ahead. He, he had a thing a couple years ago where he was talking about yoga. And I don't want to just quote him verbatim, but it's kind of, it, it's a really good example where he's talking about if he was at a concert and, uh, you know, they they played a song, and he really liked the song, and he started clapping, right? And it's just, uh, I don't know, about 
Backstreet Boys. I want it that way. I right? Don't. They he sing. They yes. sing that, and, and you really like it, and you clap your hands okay. afterwards. Yeah. But it, someone walks up to you and says, "Hey, don't you know that clapping your hands on the in, in, in Timbuktu? That's the way that the pagans out there." Uh, praise their pagan gods by clapping hands. So really what you're doing when you clap your hands is praising a pagan god. Are you praising a pagan god or are you applauding a song that you liked? You're applauding the song that you liked. Yeah, that one. But what if the Backstreet Boys started singing pagan music and doing a bunch well, of stuff Well, they do about sing pagans? pagan music. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Go listen to Christians in uh, secular media. But, but um, you know, if they started singing stuff about pagan deities and then the form and then they said now worship the pagan god by clapping your hands and you clapped your hands well it goes down to what um, paul talks about that with the food doesn't he where he's like if if the if they don't say like hey this food was um sacrificed to idols or was it sacrificed yeah sacrificed to idols you can partake in it begin your conscience can be clear um do you have that verse I do somewhere. I okay, good. Because I don't have that verse, and it's fantastic that you brought that up. And look, I actually do what you were talking about. <laughs> um, I will find. It. I think it's First Corinthians. I'll find it. You, you, I- it's it's one of those things where I do agree with that because I think a lot of times we get into, and I think doesn't that come down to the fundamentalists or the tradition, not traditionalists, fundamentalists, that everything is super. Like, oh, well, if anyone in the time of history has ever used this for some sort of terrible thing, then automatically it's just looked at as evil, especially mm-hmm. if I don't do it, but you do it. Well, and this is this can be one of those things where we say, okay, let's not look at it in the terms of, is this right? Is this wrong? Let's look at it in terms of, is this bringing me closer to God? Am I walking with Christ? better because of what I've been doing. So with yoga, how does yoga improve your walk with Christ, right? That's just, a, 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 I think it's a better way to think about it. And it gets you away from the, I know I get into the fundamentalist mindset every once in a while where I'm like, that's wrong. And I have to stop and think, okay, it might be wrong what I'm talking about, X, Y, or Z. But I shouldn't be thinking about it like that. I should be thinking about it like, how is this affecting my walk with Christ? Is this improving my walk with Christ? Is this uh, opposed to my walk with Christ? Could yoga help you with your walk with Christ? Maybe. Could it? Maybe. No, you have to give me an answer right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's wrong. No. (laughs) Um, 1 Corinthians 10 is where we were looking or thinking of. And you can go uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 18 to, I'll just read till it finishes up um consider the people of israel are not those who eat the sacrifices participants in the altar what do i imply then that food offered to idols is anything or that an idol is anything no i imply that what pagan sacrifice they offer to demons and not to god i do not want you to be participants with demons you cannot drink the cup of the lord and and the cup of demons you cannot partake of the table of the lord and the table of demons shall we provoke the lord to jealousy are we stronger than he? And it goes on, and that whole chapter ends with whatever you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Right. I may have started in a, a weird spot in there, but it does talk about, you know, be careful what you eat, what you drink, 
but do all to the glory of God. So go, that goes along with how are you, how is this improving your walk with Christ with what you're doing? Right. Now, how do we relate this to yoga? I don't know. <laughs> no. Um, with, with, with yoga, and I'm not talking about yoga stretches because every once in a while I'll wake up in the morning and my back feels tight. Yeah, like I was saying, so like the I'll child pose stretches. or one of those yeah. other ones. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, downward dog, upward dog, whatever they're Dude, called. the one where you lay on the ground and you put your palms starfish to the sky, <laughs> uh, it, it pretty much is. But then and you and your, your, the feet, they go out and you're just laying down and you close your eyes. Mm-hmm. I could fall asleep. It's so nice. I don't know what it is. But and is that wrong, though? No. Should I, I think, Should I repent? And doing a stretch is different than doing yoga. But see, what is... So, so that's a good question, then. What is the difference between doing the stretches and doing yoga, right? Because like, if I go and do a P90X routine mm-hmm. that's yoga X, okay, there, I would maybe... Actually, I would. I'd argue that there isn't a spiritual context to them doing it, right? Our the goal of that program is not to spiritually be inclined to or spiritually elevated through this program. It is we're going to do a stretching routine that also helps strengthen your body, and that's what we're going to do. So I would say that their thing, I would say, is not spiritual. I've never been to an actual yoga class there's, though. There's the- so there's my there's my difference of I don't see. The same problems maybe that you do because I don't know what a yoga class is. And I know you've the, never been to one. The but actual yoga classes are not just about do the pose. It's you hold the pose, you work on your breathing, and you practice where your mind is at. So it's you know think about you know think about the energy flowing through your body. Think about how you feel. Release the tension. Release the energy. And a big part of yoga, a big important. Uh, facet of it is the chakras right so it's the Mm -hmm. different pockets of energy that flow along your body and there's many different types of yoga but they all refer to uh a thing a spiritual idea that you have something called the kundalini the kundalini is also kundalini is also a type of yoga but the kundalini is in all of yoga and kundalini is a snake at the base of your spine that travels travels up your chakras to align with a higher version of yourself for a spiritual awakening. Dude, speaking of chakras, I had a friend in college, and she was allergic to something. I can't remember. Let's just say peanuts. And her mom, like, they're big Hindus. And so she was like, her mom said that she was going to, she started aligning her chakras better mm-hmm. and then kept feeding my friend peanut stuff in her food. And she'd wonder why like her throat would like start kind of closing up and she'd feel really bad. But then her mom finally told her after months of doing this to her, well, I changed your chakras and I was trying to get rid of your allergy. And so my friend has literally been on the cusp of potentially dying every meal that her mother was making her because they believed in the chakras changing that. Hundred percent real. I could not. Believe and I don't know. It. I don't know what brand of Hinduism I, 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 that is. I'm I, I, not going to say that I, all Hindus Hindus would, would microdose peanuts into their yeah. Child's I, was, food. I just was like, what in the <laughs> world? Based on a chakra? That's crazy. Or chakras? I, again, I don't know all this stuff about with the in, uh, about. It's not the Indians. It's the it's it's Hindus, and I know mm-hmm. that India has a huge population of them. Um, and it's again, I I would say that. 
This is where I probably, my stand would be with this subject is, if a Christian's going to do it, then they need to be aware, first off, of what yoga mm-hmm. is, number one. And then if you're going to like do the moves, I would suggest going with someone who is not... I don't know what people would draw the line. Where I draw the line is if I'm listening to, like, let's go with the P90X thing, because, I mean, that's the only one I've ever done. So if I'm doing that, and he starts talking about, now we're going to align our chakras, and I want you to start breathing to Havasana. I only know those names because of the office. But, um, but like, you know, you're going to start, you know, taking your mind and, and thinking or doing whatever they want you to do. That's where I would draw the line. Be like, mm-hmm. look, I'm not... We're not doing that. That's not, I don't need to do that kind of thing. Like, I enjoy the the quiet, like, sitting there in a stretch. You have to, like, you, yeah, your mind has to be turned. It's almost like the, if you don't like the mind thing, I'm not saying you don't. I'm just saying, if you don't like the mind thing, like, you shouldn't be sitting there and, like, you know, in your mind trying to get to a different place so you forget about the pain of the movement. Because then I could make the argument, okay, so you're telling me that everyone that goes through Navy SEAL training should just, like, they shouldn't turn their brain off from the pain because that's, that's like not that's a spiritual act and therefore it's like an affront to god no i don't agree with that so i would think that in a yoga class or a yoga video you're watching if we're not talking about shockers if we're not talking about the actual religious elements of it and it's just you doing the poses to strengthen your body to uh be better go listen to physical fitness <laughs> like then that is an okay thing for me. I am cool with that 100, 1,000%. The issue for me is when it comes into, now let's start talking about the spiritual aspects yeah. of this. And that's, But you need to be aware of them. And that's that's where I am saying don't do yoga. If you, if you feel like your body is tight and you need to loosen up, go on YouTube and there is thousands of anywhere from five to an hour long videos, five minutes to an hour long video of stretching basic stretches advanced stretches and they do all the same poses but they do it without saying okay now breathe and you're doing this to align your chakra allow the kundalini to work its way to your second chakra breathe focus on this think about your life with these words this is crazy they do that in the actual those are the classes my neighbor point my neighbor downtown like where i used to live he is a yoga instructor i had no clue about the spiritual the point of yoga is a like it said on the official government website yeah of Hindu India is it's a spiritual event it's a spiritual exercise it has physical benefits but it's a spiritual exercise it is not a physical event with spiritual benefits it's a spiritual event with physical benefits again okay, a lot of hindi people are not a lot okay whatever uh, modern yoga though is controversial to, to to some Hindi people. I went and found a great professor who said, quote, cultural appropriation is what <laughs> Western yoga industry is a form of intimately linked to some of the larger forces of white supremacy. My first thought when you said that was, my, my yoga is not your prom dress. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. My yoga is not your prom dress. Sharina... Gandhi, that's who said it, professor of something somewhere that I read on about this. So this is a uh, this is intimately linked to some of the larger forces of white supremacy. If you're doing modern yoga, 
is that seems absolutely crazy to me. But even they don't want. I mean, I, when I read that, the reason why I bring that up is there is a way to quote do yoga. I know yeah. that Jeremiah's saying don't do yoga, and what he's saying is you're not. We're not. We're we're telling you don't do it where. It's the spiritual portion of it. If you're yeah. doing it for the stretching portion of it, that's fine. That's really not yoga because the yoga includes the spiritual aspect with the physical. And if we're just doing the physical where I'm like, I want to stretch. I want to get stronger when it comes to stretching. I want to be more flexible. I want to be able to, you know, something, some ailment that's going on that we need to fix. That's a good thing. You can do things like this. That is doing yoga in that way is fine. And some of these people look at it as an affront to who is the God of Hindis. There's of Hindus, thousands. Okay, so the but thousands the, of the front of the, the gods of thousands, but like that's that's fine to anyone. I would say mm-hmm. it's just the, the spiritual part is where I would draw the line too. You and can't do it. I would I would even say go as far as to say just entirely avoid anything which is labeled yoga, because again, you you wouldn't go to a mosque to pray. Because, well, it, you know, it's just, mosque is just their word for church, and I'm going to go pray. <laughs> and, just, and just, we're just praying. Right. I'll pray. Well, I'll, I'll still do their movements and stuff, but yeah. I'll just pray. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm praying to God. I'm not praying yeah. to Allah. But, and I'm just going there because it's a house of worship, and I can go there and pray. Is, is that your trying to your... I'm not going to go, you know, would you go to a Buddhist temple and sit in front of their statues and pray to the God, to, to God, to Yahweh? And you're pointing but out all the people that would go the pray Christians to that Yahweh would, in front of a, a a Buddha statue. And you're pointing out the Christians that would go to these classes and go, "Well, it's it. I know it's from Hinduism, I'm use, but I'm going to use it for I'm meditation use, with God. Yeah, I'm going to meditate to this. Okay. with God during. So this. when they're like, "We're going to go to your second it's, shock," or you're like, "Well, I'm going to yeah focus on God and and no. and pray to Him and, or whatever." And that that's what people. It, it's people get very uptight about it for some reason. They feel a need to defend yoga. Like I, I remember as a teenager, people saying, "Well, that's just ridiculous that you would say yoga is a spiritual mm-hmm. practice." You know, I'd hear people say it, yoga is spiritual, which now looking back, yeah, it is. But they they would say, "Why would you?" You know, it's just stretching and all, all this. And even if it was spiritual, I could just, you know, I could focus on God during the whole time. And, and you can't. And with, with, with Kundalini, it seems almost cliche that the spirit which connects your chakras is a snake coiled at the base of your spine that goes and connects to your heart and brain and connects your soul. Hmm. See, you know, that seems a bit too on the nose to be a symbol for something. So I'm not going to take it as a symbol for something, but I could see how it could be. But another thing, the, the Hindu belief of, of reincarnation also extends to the universe and all their gods. So their overarching belief of most Hindus is that every two billion years, the universe is reincarnated or recycled. And in that... There is a god of destruction. I forget his name. It's not. It might be Vish, not Vishnu. No, hold on, hold on. There's, there's the god of destruction. Dude, it's from the office. Said it. Oh, what is it? Uh, not golly, you killed me. Go ahead. Just, but then just there's keep the god of creation, Brahma. Brahma. Brahma, Brahma is the god of creation, and it's like Ranashtra. Dang it! I just know it's, it's on the tip of my tongue. I know what it is. But okay, sorry. When Brahma recreates the universe, yeah. 
he teaches yoga to seven essentially demigods that uh, this is like and then it's like passed down to that like are yeah. referred to as the son of god oh that's nice so yoga in the hindu belief comes from the son of god again one of those things where you look more and more into it and you start seeing these types and these tropes and these beliefs that are painted and depicted in yoga studios as Indian cultural artwork and beautiful pieces of history. But when you know the backstory behind them, you can see, oh, that's what they believe is the son of God. Oh, and we're doing the poses that were shown to these sons of God. Oh, there's a snake that lives inside of me. I should believe in my heart and what the snake is saying as it connects through my spirit, right? I'm going to do these poses. They're just poses, but I'm going to breathe and I'm going to focus and I'm going to do all these things and I'm going to empty my mind. I'm going to be, you know, loose and I'm going to understand. I'm going to be open and receptive to what the universe and my heart tells you to do. Despite the fact that the heart is deceitful and deceptively wicked and no man can know it. That is where the biggest issue with yoga, with mindfulness, with a lot of these new age pagan practices is, is they look nice. They look very nice. It's sweet candy. It's, it's, you know, it's McDonald's. The pictures at McDonald's always look good. Then you get your burger and you're like, you know what? It's not as good. It, you know, it's not, it's not what I expected, but I'm still going to eat it. And then you eat it and you eat it and you eat it and you eat it and you eat it. And next thing you know, you're 550 pounds and have a show on TLC. Second Corinthians 11, three, but I'm afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunning, your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. So this is Paul referring to the false apostles mm-hmm. in 2 Corinthians. I think it goes kind of well with this, though, where it's you have some sort of, I don't know, group you're with. You have some sort of thing that you do. And, you know, you go, well, it's not like, you know, like we said, you can, oh, I can, I can focus on God. I can focus on Christ when I'm doing this. I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be what, you know, a Hindu thing or anything like that. But after a while, like you were saying with the McDonald's thing, is you slowly become that thing. Like you just do. If you're constantly going to these yoga classes. Well, now, you know, I, I'm not a practicing Hindi, but I, or Hindi, what is it? Hindi or Hindu? Well, Hindi, Hindi are is peop- a person. Hindi yeah. are the people of India. Yeah, okay, that's what Hindu I'm is the religion. Okay, so then what do I say for if someone's following Hindu? Ism. They're, They're Hindu? Hindu. Cool. Just making sure I got this. I know. You got it. I believe in you, man. <laughs> I really appreciate that. So, like, be like, oh, well, I'm not a Hindu, but I I like yoga a lot and I get one, you know, I want to arrange my chakras and stuff, but I'm not, I'm not that. But I'm, I'm still a Christian. I just, I'm like, you can't, there, there comes to a point where you've gone too far and it's mm-hmm. no longer. Christ is the the center of the universe of your soul. It is now there's something else is taking that place. Well, Christ plus where do we ever hear that anyway. Christ plus that's uh, these other things that comes with yoga, which is wrong. It's not his his death and resurrection. That's what saves us. Correct? Yes. His the Holy Spirit is here with us, guiding us through life. We have the Father as well. And, and that is what is important in our walk. It, it has nothing to do with we need to be aligning our chakras. We need to be meditating on his word. 
We need to be meditating in what has been said to us. We need to try to be more like Christ. Sanctification that occurs every single day and is really slow going for me a lot of times, <laughs> like almost all especially, the time. Especially with the fantasy football. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. All right. All right. I don't want to talk about it anymore. And it's and and it's you know that's what it's about. It, it, it adding in these things is ridiculous. Saying I'm going to go stretch is one thing, but then starting to go and getting with the spiritual stuff, getting with the chakra stuff, getting with uh, whatever that word was for the types Kugalini. of yeah that one. Um, like those things are ridiculous if you're a Christian. And you're falling into a trap. It's like the, the was it Scientology does it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. They, they like trap you into it after a certain point. And that's kind of what I see with a lot of these things is it's 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 harmless. That's what it starts at. It's harmless. The second thing you want to get out of it, no, 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 no. You don't we don't get out mm-hmm. of this now. And I think that also then the devil's working on it too. Not I think, but he is. He starts working in what you're doing that's getting you away from Christ, that's getting you away from his plan and what he wants for you and your sanctification and your walk with him. Anything that he can use as a, stum- uh, as a stumbling block, he's going to use. Mm-hmm. So if he sees something like, well, you know, she, she or he's starting to hang out with more um, you know, yoga people and he's going to more class, well, let's use this. We'll use this to destroy what is being built with this person because I want them to be with me. I don't want them to be with God. And and it's I think yoga is just again it's one of those it can be with anything but when we're talking about this it's if if it has a spiritual element I think it's even more heinous can be more heinous than other things like you know money or um, food or you know just accumulation of things like this is way more heinous because there's an actual spiritual element that comes into it that you're trying to mesh with your Christianity. Hey everybody, this is Luke. Well, interesting. But Jeremiah decided to turn off his mic for about five minutes of this conversation. So we're just going to jump right back in to when we finally realized that his mic was off. So sorry if this gets a little bit confusing, but thanks for listening. But with all this stuff, whether it's ayahuasca or peyote out in a sweat lodge or microdosing or even, you know, excessive therapy or, you know, uh, uh, meditation, mindfulness, horoscopes, uh, st- astrology, all of that is stuff that on the surface, everyone could make, not everyone, but a lot of people could make an argument that there's a lot of positives. It could help, you know, veterans with post-traumatic there stress disorder. There is nothing that astrology can help. That should be banned Okay, or, yeah. Okay. That's or just, is that, is, is, is that, that the one it, with the signs? Yeah. What I heard someone say a while ago, astrology is just racism for white women. You know what? Fine. I just want it gone. I'm so I, what's your sign? I, I don't my care. sign is I don't want to talk to you. I, my <laughs> sign is go away from me. Don't ever speak to me again. But that all that stuff. <laughs> There's nothing positive that, about that. They're very, you know lovey dovey and the, it makes the, it the, seem the great. shallow part of it is fine and i would hear, say for I've, a lot or you can find the good in them especially with yeah. the the like guided shaman ayahuasca trips everyone that i've heard talk about it which is normally like you know wacko celebrities and stuff like that but because we can't afford it even regular <laughs> people i remember uh the dude from vsauce um hey guys yeah. Vsauce here hey guys vsauce here i went and saw him live one time with adam savage at the bjcc that was really cool. Um, anyways, <laughs> but he he went on a DMT trip 
uh, in ayahuasca in Costa Rica. On and ayahuasca. you went to go see him live. Wow. Well, this was after the fact. Go but, listen to him. Um, anyways. <laughs> I don't know which one that would be. I don't know either. Manosphere? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, go uh, listen to Manosphere, dude. One and but two. They, Ron White talked about ayahuasca helping him, and it helped. Uh, I, Ron White was alcoholic. He did ayahuasca in Costa Rica and hasn't had a drink since or smoked. Yeah, but like, like, okay, that I, might, but I could do a, that too. Okay, I'm not an alcoholic, I guess. <laughs> I, I can quit whenever I, I, I mean, want. I mean, I could literally Cliff just, that. I, yeah, that's right. Dude, I could, I could stop being an alcoholic anytime I wanted to. But clip that. <laughs> anyways, the the whole. I think I'm there's just saying, tons I think, of positives. I think that they do those kind of things though, and they say like, oh, I went and did this, and then I stopped doing this. When it's just they had already thought to themselves, I have to stop doing this, and they already yeah. did stop. But then they're gonna give it up to and it some might be weird like a placebo. Yeah, well, and they're also gonna give it up to some weird spiritual thing anyway. But again, it's the okay. I don't know about. I can't say there's a good that comes out of going into a sweat lodge and taking some peyote. I mean, whatever. But I, a lot of these things like you're saying, the surface level parts of it, you can be like, these are good. Yeah. For instance, yoga, the stretches, great. They really are. I really do enjoy them, and they really are helpful in a lot of things. Um, but, but, the then, but then when you start, exactly when you start getting down the iceberg and you start getting down to the lower, like actual meat of what that is, it becomes problematic. But I think again, this goes down to the Christian liberty issues that we talk about a lot of times, where it's like, okay, it's the same thing with let's say drinking. Drinking itself is not a sin, right? We can mm-hmm. all agree with that. We can look in the Bible. It's not a sin because if it is, then why in the world is it in the Old Testament and God's giving it to people? So we have that as a tip of the iceberg, right? It's not a sin. But then when we go down past that level to the bigger iceberg that is the subject of drinking, and you can see the it, destructive nature, right? You that see, you see has. what it can bring. You can see what what the abuse can bring. How it can be addictive. How you mm-hmm. have people who are alcoholics and suffer with it. How the al- we go through. I, I'm I'm almost positive this is a scientific thing. And if it's not, sorry. But um, family alcoholism is a thing where, like, hey, my grandfather was an alcoholic. Mine was not. Do not clip that. Uh, <laughs> God rest his soul. Uh, but like, I think actually my great grandfather was an alcoholic mm-hmm. and. But that can go in a family line, and you have alcoholic after alcoholic after alcoholic. So again, it's not just the tip of the iceberg of, well, drinking itself, like going out and having a drink with friends or being at home and having a drink with your wife is not inherently evil. Mm -hmm. So it's just good. Drinking itself is great. And then it's like, but are you not looking at the rest of the you, issue you that come that, have that can lead full picture? Right. That can that you can be led to. And I think it goes again, it goes back to Second Corinthians eleven three with the whole don't like I, I don't want you to stumble on this. I don't want you to be deceived and be led astray because you look at something and go, Oh, well, the the stretches are great. Mm-hmm. The um what was one of the other things you were talking about? I mean, we can go through any of them, but this part of it is really great. Yeah. But then you go further and deeper down into it, and you're like, okay, actually, <laughs> actually, if you go and like do what it, like where something comes from or what something can lead to, if it's abused or if it's done the proper ways, let's say, because like with yoga, if it's done properly how yoga was set up to do, then it can be something that can be very problematic, and I can say potentially even a sin for a Christian to do because I don't think that adding a spiritual element from a different religion into your Christian life is going to help you be closer to God. Yeah, and you know, you hit on with an iceberg, but with with yoga especially, I the main 
thing that I want people to know is the underlying reasoning for yoga. And it you said it right from the get-go. We've said it a couple times. It is a spiritual exercise that has physical benefits. It is not a workout. It is a spiritual exercise. So with that, you know, it, it, if there was just... It, Yoga, in especially in the U.S., has this this thin curtain over it, right? And so people look at it and they say, yep, just stretching, just doing that. But when you peel back that curtain and you look at what's behind it and you can see, oh, this is directly rated, related to all of Hindu religion. This is a tenet, the, you know, the coiled snake, the, the chakras that you're working to align – all the mindfulness exercises, the creation myth that they hold to, that Hindus hold to, along with the son of God, as they say, which brings yoga to humanity. All of this, which happens, is behind that thin curtain. And if you are going to be practicing yoga as a Christian, you need to know what's behind that curtain. You can't just say, Yep, just stretching and keep going because it is so much more than just this thin, you know, nice time of exercise. There's so much that goes into it, just like all, all the other stuff we talked about, the, the meditation exercises, breath work, things like that all have much more deep-rooted spiritual ties than people want to talk about. And if you're going to engage in these things, you need to know. I'm not going to anathematize someone because they, you know, did the downward dog pose because their hamstrings were tight or whatever. It's a really good stretch. (laughs) It is a good stretch. But if someone is, you know, going and doing all this yoga stuff, they need to know what's going on. And if they they don't, then you you should inform them. That's a huge thing is you got you have to understand what you're doing. I mean, I th- I cannot. There's there's probably countless times in my life where someone is doing something or participating in something, and it's like, do you realize that this just comes from this, and this means this? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. You sh- probably should know that. You should know what you're doing before you start just doing it, and then it's like, again, it, it can affect your testimony. Number one. And it can affect your walk with Christ because you don't even know what you're practicing. And then you can actually, other people look at you and go, well, I mean, this is a Christian doing this. So, I mean, that's, I mean, that doesn't, I mean, it can look to a non-believer as kind of shallow. It's the kind of thing with being a Christian and then we sit here and we steal and we cheat someone or we, whatever. It's, oh, well, he's just doing what everyone else does. So what's the difference? How about we get into a Luke's list? Why the cat? <laughs> just Every the cat, time. The cat was last week. All right. So these are five reasons, seven reasons, why Christians should never do yoga. Never. Never, ever, never. And who is who is this list And from? this is from Sanctification Day by Day. Not a bad name. All right. Not a bad name. Uh, Angela Grover, 2018, for COVID. So you never know. It could be crazy. All right, number one, Hindu spiritualism. Yoga is part of Hindu spiritualism. The word yoga as the first was first documented in Hinduism's sacred text called Veda, Vedas. Hindus believe in the divinity of Vedas, and Vedas contains mantras 
Mystical. Okay, I'm done reading. Anyway, so it's into spiritualism, which we already talked about. It is, we can all agree, it is. I think that she, this one, let me make sure, but I think that she's talking about you shouldn't do even the stretches. Oh, you shouldn't do the stretches either. That's why this was the first, this is the first list I could find. And it was one that believes that not, you can't do yoga, the spiritual side of it. You can't do any of the stretches either. Any of them, no matter what. All right. So number two, all postures have spiritual significance. Don't believe me? Just Google spiritual meanings of yoga positions or postures and a whole whack of of articles will come up. Just to give you an example, the sun salutation posture, uh, usually done at the beginning of most classes, is a posture that prostrates you to the sun in which you are expressing reverence for the life-giving solar energy, as did the ancient yogis. What do you think about that, buddy? Are Christians, should we already be, as Christians, we should already be sensing a huge problem here. Yeah, and that kind of, that goes that goes to the if you're doing it in a yoga class where they say we are aligning you in a specific way for this specific reason, no, don't do it. If you're stretching at home, and I think the sun salutation is one where you're like you're on your your knees and you like your palms are stretched out on the ground, that's just a good stretch. I don't, I mean, if face away from the sun. I guess if he's doing from the sun, you hear that, guys? Everything's good. Just phase away from the sun. Number three, the meaning of yoga. The word yoga means union or to yoke. Well, you're definitely not yoking yourself to Jesus when you are doing Hindu spiritualism. Yeah. I mean, it's you can't, you can't. It's a wacky way of saying it, I'm, but I get it. Taking the verse out of context, a man can't serve two masters. Um, you know, so if you're if you're going to be doing the Hindu spiritualism, then you're not going to be as focused on your walk. Yeah, I don't think there's not there's I don't think Christ is really happy with dualism when it comes to like your religious beliefs. So if yeah. you're like, oh well, I'm doing I'm just doing some here and there, whatever. Like when people are so proud that well, I'm a Lutheran and he's a whatever that's from the office too but it, it, it keeps things spicy like that's not i'm pescatarian I, i've been <laughs> yeah, there you go <laughs> i mean I, I hear that where it's like oh yeah like that's real spicy like you and your husband are completely different like belief systems well it's one thing to be like okay i'm i don't know I, i'm a methodist and my wife is a lutheran i don't know why i picked that it, that was probably a bad choice uh, I, i'm baptist and my wife is presbyterian We'll take that. Or I'm Baptist and my, you know, I'm Baptist, but my parents are Dutch Reformed. I don't know. Random. Those, if you're within orthodoxy, it's one thing. But if you're saying, oh, yeah, I'm I'm a Baptist and uh, my wife is Hindu, but we get along just fine. That's a completely different story. You're not even in the same ballpark. (laughs) All right. Number four, idol worship. So far, I hope you can already see. Sorry. So far, I hope you can already see how participating in yoga is dangerous for Christians. Yoga is used to worship the different Hindu gods. So when Christians participate in yoga, we are in effect worshiping false gods. But that's not all. Have you noticed the trend in today's culture? We might not bow down to a physical object as a form of worship. But in today's world, it is all about worshiping yourself. That is what all these false religions are teaching you. That you can become your own god. You have the power within you to reach enlightenment. It's a selfie word. And then she quotes Deuteronomy 5, 8 through 9. 
Do not make idols of any kind, whether in the shape of birds or animals or fish. You must never worship or bow down to them. For I, the Lord your God, am jealous God, who will not share your affection with any other God. 1 Corinthians 10, 19-22 as well. So that was idol worship. Yeah, I don't... That's that's true. I don't have an argument really against that. I, I it in the sense of if she is saying stretching at home and doing some of the poses not in that are in yoga as part of your stretch is idol worship. I wouldn't agree with that. But if she's saying participating in yoga, see, I don't know what. Yeah, worship, exactly. I would. I would probably be in agreement. With I'm her. not sure if she's talking about yoga classes or yoga. It's it's slippery because if you say, "Oh yeah, I do yoga." Okay, do you do the poses or do you participate in yoga? That's, yeah, because what I've that's said where it's so slippery in my life. What I've said, I've do, I do I have done yoga or I got to go do yoga. I did I did not go to a class and do it. I was at home listening yeah. to Tony Horton. Or is it Tony Horton? Is that the I restaurant? I don't know, man. I've never done. Is it the restaurant? I don't know. That's well, Tim Horton. Tim Horton's okay. Come so on, is, man. Put some respect on Tim Horton. Get so, you some Tim bits. I'm so sorry. Number five, Namaste. Didn't I say Namaste when I, we were leaving last time? I think I did. Did you? The word. You might have. <laughs> I think I did. The word Namaste is broken down into two words: Nama, which means I, and Te, meaning you. So Namaste literally means I bow to you. And since we already know that bowing down is a form of idol worship. When you put namaste in with the bow, you're actually basically saying, "I bow to the God within you." I don't. I, I just that one's a kind. I don't. Of, I don't know enough about that specific word or the etymology. But to me, if it if it really does mean "I bow to you," I wouldn't take that as "I bow to the God within you." It could mean that she might know more than I do. Right. But to me, I see that more as like a, you know two dudes about to have a, a karate fight, and you know. Yes, bow to each that's other. That's right. I don't bow, bow to your sensei. That's right. Number you want to get a roundhouse kick while I'm wearing these pants? <laughs> Number six, chanting. It is not unusual for a yoga class to begin and end the class with the OM mm-hmm. chant. Uh, Sitting cross-legged. Yeah, again, this spinning. is based in Hinduism. When pronounced correctly, uh, it actually consists of four syllables. A, U, M, and then the last syllable is silent. The three letters symbolic symbolically, symbolically. Uh, embody the divine nature of Shakti, the ultimate power inherent in all creation. Chanting is bad. Yeah, I, I would. The chanting. The chanting, the chanting would be, uh, you know, stand up and leave. We're not doing this anymore for me. You know, that, that, that does elicit a very spiritual response. What about when your kids are, are, are making fun of it and going, oh. That's different. Okay, you think yeah. it's different, okay? Uh, well, okay. He thinks it's yeah. different, guys. Okay, anyway, it's fine. No, it's fine. You don't have kids, you wouldn't know. <laughs> does, okay. When does, are you guys having kids? Number seven, meditation. <laughs> meditation. I'm going to throw a metal straw. Don't throw anything at me anymore, Mr. Jeremiah. Uh, number seven, meditation. Meditation is huge in today's culture, but not everyone understands what meditation is about. One yoga website says that meditation is a technique not just for resting the mind, but also to attain the alternate state of consciousness to enhance or, or sorry to in essence let go of everything around you and allow your mind to become silent yoga sometimes even promotes uh i don't know what that is the only reason you need to say heck no to meditation meditate okay i'm just gonna once you say things like that i'm good 
Yeah, no, the Thessalonians pray without ceasing. Uh, Ephesians pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Psalms one, uh, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. So I'm guessing she's like, don't meditate yeah, don't, on that. Don't don't empty your mind. That's not smart because if your mind is empty, you're susceptible to those random things that might happen. Because it okay. I'm going to focus on meditation, and I'm going to meditate, and I'm going to empty my mind, and I'm going to be free. And then the guy at the front of the class is saying, now, think about your your fourth chakra at the in between right. your rib cage. This is your, you know, the, it's blocked by self, uh, you know, self-pity, or it's blocked by blah, blah, blah. Release this, and then you start releasing and releasing and releasing, and you slowly empty your mind and slowly lose more and more of yourself, and then as you lose more and more of yourself, what is taking its place? It's not going to be more of you. It's going to be more of something else that is coming in and taking its place. Yeah, I mean, I think that meditation, like, in a form... The problem is it's, like, the word, I guess, and words yeah. matter. So me sitting around, like, in the morning, no one's up, and I'm able to, like, sit there and pray. I'm able to sit there and, quote, meditate, like, just be in silence and just sit there. And be able to think about things and think about what's going on in life, or to think about specific stuff. I, there's nothing wrong with those things. The problem is when the meditation becomes the spiritual practice of something else besides Christianity, where it's like, we're, we're done. Um, we're not going to be thinking about our second or seventh chakra um, or what Namaste means. Like, we're just going to focus. When I think of meditation, it's focusing on. You know, either what's going on in the day or what's going to happen tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, God willing, um, or is sitting there and in prayer. Because if I'm going to sit there and nothing else is going on, it's like, it's almost one of those things in my mind where I go, wow, what a great time to pray. Like, nothing's like, I'm not doing anything right now. Why don't I pray? Mm-hmm. As opposed to like, I'm just going to sit here and just be empty in thought. Because I think being empty in thought, like, what, what, is, the, what is the point of that? Yeah. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this. That was a good list. Episode on yoga and why you're wrong about yoga. And I think that everyone now, when they go to P90X and do Yoga X, they're going to think twice about when you're told to go into salutation or reverse crane hook. Is that is That, that is not, I don't think. Okay. Anyway. We should make our own. <laughs> Our we, should make our, we should make our own yoga. We should have our own poses. I was also going to talk about, sorry, I forgot about this. I actually looked up, there was like a couple of um, Indian Christians. They started, you know, they grew up in, in Hinduism. And they talked about like the act, like doing yoga classes and doing yoga as it's supposed to be is very like they're like, please do not do this as a Christian. Yeah. Like that was it was a huge thing. Like, please don't do this. It's not, it is not just a, a class that you're going to, whatever. This is something that is inherently of a different religion. And therefore it can, I mean, you can look at it as evil. It really is. And then the people that were even saying there was like five that they interviewed. Two were like, it's okay. But the people that were saying it was okay were one of those where it's like, to do the positions and stuff is fine. To do what it is supposed to be is yeah. not okay, which again is I think what we went to us. And that's as the well. thing when the people who grew up doing yeah. it are begging you to not do it. <laughs> yes, that should throw some red flags on the play. <laughs> like, okay, this is not 
maybe maybe I shouldn't do this. If literally everyone who grew up doing it and is doing all this is saying, screaming at you, please do not. I don't know. Seems like I shouldn't do it. Next week, we'll be talking about why you're wrong about Christian influencers. I don't want to do this one. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. We're going to find us, Jeremiah. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at First Off You're Wrong. Just Instagram. You can find us on Instagram at First Off You're Wrong. You can also see us on X at F underscore O underscore Y underscore W. You can't can't find us there. You can can see us there. We're there, but we're not there. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. You can also email us at contact at First Off You're Wrong. This is so off the rails at this point. You can hear us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, but you already knew that. The most important thing that you all learned today is that first off, you're wrong. Bye-bye.